Wheat futures are skyrocketing again today due to dry weather in the northern U.S. grain belt. PI financial broker Ken Ball says Minneapolis futures have jumped significantly again today, up 17 cents a bushel and approaching $6.98 a bushel. We're getting a lot of speculative, aggressive speculative buying, pushing the market, seeing if they can trigger margin calls, maybe trigger some commercials into covering some shorts. The, the premium of, of Minneapolis over Chicago and Kansas City is getting to a very, very, very extreme levels, certainly more than high enough to, to probably it, you know, reflect the situation in the spring wheat. It's hard to tell just how aggressive this market really needs to be. There certainly are issues with their spring crop, and certainly we're not too certain about our, our wheat crops either. There's pretty variable conditions up here, but, but overall it's hard to gauge you know, whether they, the market really needs to be this aggressive or if it's just speculators just sort of running amok. Ball says the Minneapolis wheat futures may continue to soar. Well, they could, and you believe there's no way to guess because it's 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 only it, it ceases to be a wheat market at some point and just becomes a, a speculative trading market, uh, and and it is wheat. It is reflective of, of a tight situation in wheat, but uh, certainly they're pushing through the you know the the, the big numbers are sort of key levels seven dollars, eight dollars, nine dollars. It, we we had a, the last time we had a good aggressive spurt in the wheat was back in 2011 and they took the wheat market the Minneapolis wheat up to $11, but at that time Chicago wheat was at nine nine fifty. Chicago wheat is struggling just to stay at four fifty right now, so it, it it's uh, presumably that means the the upside potential in Minneapolis wheat is going to be, you know, well 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 shy of, of the $11 mark. It may $7 might prove to be a rough resistance point or perhaps $8. Difficult to tell, though, because, again, the speculators will keep pushing and, until they sense that there, there's some resistance, and then, then they'll, they'll want to get their profits out, of course, at some point. Ball says the spring wheat is soaring because other U.S. wheat crops are lower protein, and millers are looking for the higher protein hard red spring wheat. But he sees speculators as the key for pushing the wheat Minneapolis market upwards. The spreaders in buying Minneapolis, selling Kansas City and Chicago are keeping that, those two prices somewhat uh, suppressed. Uh, and, and the hard red winter harvest is going well, so is the soft red winter harvest. So there's no great pressure, supply pressures on those crops. It's just the protein market in the, in the spring wheat is, is the driving factor. Ball says wheat prices in Canada are based on the Minneapolis futures. Ken Ball is a broker with PI Financial in Winnipeg. Saskatchewan's General Farm Group is launching a dialogue on mental health in rural Saskatchewan. APAS President Todd Lewis says the discussion was prompted by interest in social media after a farm suicide. Well, I think it's always, uh, you know, in the background and, you know, as with most mental health issues, nobody really wants to talk very much about it. And sometimes you don't talk about it until it's too late, until something happens or, you know, there's a tragedy or or a suicide or or, uh, an accident that occurs. So it's like anything else, it's best to talk it out, talk about it and get it out in the open as much as possible. How important is farm stress as an issue? Well, I think you certainly this year with our lack of moisture in uh, some areas and too much moisture in others and certainly, you know, the troubles last year with the fall harvest and, and bring harvest as well. And so, I mean, uh, a lot of situations, we've had a pretty good run here the last, you know, 10 years or so with, with a lot of uh, real heavy weather issues like we seem to be having this year. And so it's hard for some producers in some cases the first time they've ever experienced a spring harvest and uh, or a situation where we don't have much rain so it's certainly the cattle producers in the south southern parts some areas of the southern parts of the province uh, their hay crops are very poor and so it's a stressful time for a lot of producers do you think opening a dialogue about mental health and, and farm stress is part of a way of reducing or alleviating the issue 
Well, I think it's something that if you can talk about it and, you know, just even uh, being aware that there is help out there and talk to your, if uh, you're in a situation where, uh, you know, you're having trouble uh, meeting your bills and things like that, that, you know, the sooner you're on it, the better kind of thing. And uh, I think, you know, our lenders and different input companies and so on, I think the more they're aware of it, sooner than later, the better chance uh, people have to be able to deal with it and and get looked after this year. And so uh, they can fight again another day next year. I understand a recent farm suicide prompted this discussion started from a tweet Saturday from Kim Keller a farmer from Gronlid. Yeah Kim's a part of our uh, mentee program and yeah she was uh, apparently had been asked to uh, help a family that was dealing with a suicide and it's tragedies like this that kind of bring it to the fore and you know before if uh, opening a conversation like this can stave off any other problems like that it's good there's lots of help out there and people just have to reach out and you know in rural Saskatchewan we always are helping our neighbors and so on especially in situations like this it's important that it's the community that can really step forward and you know step in and ensure that more tragedies don't happen and the premier also got involved with the discussion yeah he uh, apparently he read Kim's tweet and and uh, made some comments in a tweet of his own and uh, I think it's important that Kim was uh, encouraged to uh, departments to uh, get hold of the Department of Agriculture and you know as this came up with APAS we had been uh, speaking about it a little earlier in, in uh, talking about what we might bring forward at our midterm and, and a guest speaker and so that's what we're going to do is have a session during our midterm up in Saskatoon in July mid-July here July 13th and 14th that we'll have a speaker up there to talk a little bit about farm stress and, and farm help and, and try and recognize some gaps if it's not always about the government if there's some issues there that I mean there's a lot of people in the farm community that are willing to help and you know partners both chemical companies and, and lenders and so on that it's an issue that once it's brought to the fore there's lots of people and organizations willing to step forward and lend a hand. Todd Lewis is the president of the Agricultural Producers Association of Saskatchewan. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcus and New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit marcuson.com. A market analyst says crude oil prices are an indicator of what's going to happen with canola futures. Errol Anderson is president of Pro Market Communications in Calgary. He says canola competes with corn oil on the world market, and a lot of corn oil is used in making ethanol in the U.S. So he says oil prices influence corn, which affects canola. He says those markets appear to be moving down. It'll be, uh, you know, do we bounce on the crude market, or if we break this level... There, there's talk that we could be angling, you know, toward $30 or even lower on crude. Now, if that were to happen, that has a direct pressure, particularly on the corn market, in that, you know, 40% of the U.S. usage is, is ethanol. Um, but also it has an impact on canola as well and on global veg oil markets. So uh, definitely if crude continues to go down, I think we're going to just drift into a lower trading range on canola overall. Anderson says there are a couple of factors affecting oil prices. One is certainly the the oversupply in the U.S. Uh, The inventories are basically at record highs. Um, The other issue is North African uh, producers, um, like countries like Libya, for instance, um, are uh, increasing their production. So, and it's unwanted production right now. So, uh, and that's why it's got the market a little uneasy. Uh, and also, there's another factor that uh, nobody really watches too much, but it's called deflation. And and the global com- uh, commodities right now are deflationary, uh, which means prices will drop. So, unfortunately, the ag world uh, will be part of it. But the agriculture generally, whether it's cattle or grain have done quite well. 
other sectors of this world, uh, in the commodity world, have done far worse. So uh, agriculture's done well. Uh, this is just a situation that if we do see a rally and a rebound, and let's say crude does go back up to $50 a barrel, and canola does move up above $500 a ton again, these are pricing opportunities. And also I look at spring wheat right now, an excellent time to price wheat. Uh, I look at the hogs right now, they're an excellent time to price hogs as well. So there'll be opportunities. It's just right now, take advantage of rallies when they come. Anderson feels crude oil has replaced gold as the key predictor of where commodity markets are headed. For me, it has. I follow crude more than, than gold. Gold right now, to me, uh, is a bearish commodity. I, I still personally don't believe that we've broken above the overall downtrend on precious metals. But certainly there's a lot more bulls in the precious metal market than there are bears. But um, I, I do lean on crude because there's no central bank intervention. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real telltale in how healthy global economics are uh, at the current time. Errol Anderson is president of Pro Market Communications in Calgary. Back in a moment. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices were moving upward in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola rose 210 at 448.70. Oats gained $4.09 at 173.17. Number one red spring wheat increased $11.38 at 295.78. The rest were unchanged. Durham 274.56. Feed barley 127.03. Flax 414.25. Yellow peas $294. Feed wheat. One forty-one ninety-nine on the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning. July wheat was up seventeen cents at six ninety-eight and a half cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two fifty-three fifty-eight or Weyburn eight four two forty-five seventy-four. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Hartman Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, June the twenty-eighth. Eight hundred total head for today. Cows and bo- cows are selling under pressure. Uh, four to five cents lower. Bulls selling steady with last week. D1, D2 cows, 99 to 109. D3 cows, 80 to 94. The cows are averaging a, a dollar so far. Good bulls, 123 to 133 sales to 138. On to the feeder market. We're still selling cows, so the feeder market is from last Wednesday's sale. On to the steer side. Five to 600 pound steers, 240 to 254. Six to sevens, 220 to 237. 700-pound steer calves. These are right off the call from the McCall Ranch of Abernethy. They topped out at 219.50, and 800-pound steers from the Tratches at Hazeldell topped out at 195. Onto the heifer side, five to 600-pound heifers, 215 to 230. 620-pound tan heifers from the Wishart area topped out at 215.50, and 720-pound black heifers from the Archerwell area, 204.50. Eight to 900-pound heifers, 170 to 182. 30 cow-calf pairs, these pairs are also from last Wednesday's sale. Top pairs sold from 2650 to 2900 The older type pairs, 1600 to 2100 The average of the pairs last week was 2180 Next Wednesday, July the 5th, no sale due to yard maintenance. Our next sale will be Wednesday, July the 12th. 
That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. Enjoy the Canada Day holiday, everyone. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,000 hogs Tuesday and are expecting to sell around 6,000 head today, all selling in the range of 209 to 211 per CKG. Ham's marketing cash hog price today is down 3 cents per CKG and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was up with the daily exchange rate at 1.3188. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 0.7666 cents U.S. This week will be the smallest U.S. slaughter non-holiday week so far this year, estimated at 2.17 million hogs. U.S. wholesale pork prices are strong, hitting its highest level since October 2014. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eaves trough. Specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieevestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy this afternoon, 30% chance of showers. Risk of a thunderstorm late this afternoon, the high today, 24. Partly cloudy tonight, 60% chance of showers tonight. Risk of a thunderstorm, the low, 10. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud, 60% chance of showers in the afternoon with risk of a thunderstorm. Wind becoming northwest 30 near noon, the high, 21. Thursday, the low, 9. Friday, partly cloudy, the high 22, the low 11. Saturday, sunny skies, the high 23, the low 12. Sunday, sunny and with a high of 27, the low 16. Monday, sunny with a high of 30, the low 17. Tuesday, sunny, the high near 31. Normal high is 24, the normal low is 10 degrees. The sun rose at 4.50 this morning, it sets at 9.14 p.m. Around the province, we have Estevan at 23, Saskatoon is 22, Swift Current 20, Weyburn 22, Yorkton is 21. In Regina, cloudy in 20, that's 68 Fahrenheit, winds are from the northwest at 24. Humidity is 47%, the barometer is dropping 100.7. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 21 degrees, winds are from the west-northwest at 13. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 20, that's 68 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.